Chapter 14 Dan drove among trees. The bone-colored pavement was dry and curled with dust, bare and exposed. The road shined beneath the dull light of the sun like a freshly scalped skull. The shoulders on either side were gravel. Tall grass tips stuck out from the ditches and swayed, bent with the weight of a recent rain. The sky all around was a lifeless gray, slowly turning white along the horizon. This was no kind of day at all, but rather a piece of time where everything was lost. There remained only these passing images of desolation and emptiness. There were broken and cut down signposts fallen among the branches, and there were animal carcasses lying everywhere with long, dried pools of blood running out their mouths and into the faded white lines of the road. Drag marks led from one side to the other. These dead animals had been moved several times and were now limbless and eaten away. Blood was streaked across the pavement in crude swirls, leaving the traces of these violent attacks. There were so many dead animals that Dan had stopped counting them. As the road turned to gravel, he began to spot skinless squirrels and tailless raccoons nailed up to fence posts and headless birds stapled to trees. The pale daylight and the dark wet leaves dragging themselves against the side of the car put him at ease with his anger. An anger that had now consumed him and taken complete control of his thoughts. He would find Laura. That much he knew. But to eat up the time until then, he allowed his mind to build with shadows. Images of what he would do when he found any of the men who had taken her. These were torturous and disturbing thoughts that would cause him to jerk the wheel and slap a hand over his shoulder. He constantly felt something crawling onto him, but each time he would swat at it, sending it back to the floor in the back seat. This creature was a creation of his mind. But now that all his sane thoughts had escaped, the monster had become as real as everything else. Dan wasn't imagining it. It was really there. He could hear it hissing and even scraping against the fake leather seats in the back. At one point, it had appeared in the rear view mirror, looking right at him. Its eyes spread the length of its face and its sharp legs curled all around it. Dan wasn't afraid of it. He wanted it there with him, to keep him awake and aware of the road. It'd been an hour, or perhaps five. He could no longer imagine what time it was. The clock on the radio flashed the word INPUT in blue digital letters. Dan had it tuned to constant, unwavering static, with the volume all the way up. The sounds poured into Dan's ears like blood and gave the road, 
The sky and all the trees a red tint. The shadows cast by the sun were gore black. Dan was chain-smoking from a pack of cigarettes he'd found in the purse on the passenger's seat. They were menthol, although he mostly tasted his own blood as it ran down his throat with each long drag. There was nothing to drink in the car, so his lips had gone white and split open in several places. They trembled while staining the butt ends of each cigarette. Dan would put the cigarettes out on the tops of his thighs or back of his hand to keep himself awake and to warn the enormous spider in the back seat to keep its distance. He had no idea where he was. The road had grown very narrow and the trees eclipsed the sky and circled him from all angles. The dashboard came equipped with a spherical compass mounted onto it so Dan knew only that he was headed south. South was what the old woman had said to him at the hotel. Some place south. But the events of the morning felt far behind him. He was a criminal now, in a stolen car, with nothing left, and his girlfriend missing. Dan looked into the mirror. The monster's legs began to climb the back seat. He took a hand from the wheel and punched it. The creature let out a hiss and recoiled back down below. Dan sucked out the last few drags of his cigarette and crushed it on his chest. Then he tossed the filter out his window. He noticed a brown metal sign standing behind some branches. He put the car in park and got out. He left the car running and his door hanging open. The sound of the radio static echoed through the trees like demonic voices. He crossed the road and lifted back the branches. The sign said, Death Trail 2. It was some kind of Native American landmark, judging from the government issue brown sign with its stone-carved arrowhead graphic printed next to the name. Also, the sign displayed the confusing and vague number two. Dan thought it either meant that death trail was up the road in two miles, or perhaps this was the second of multiple death trails. Which wouldn't be surprising considering all the gore that was strung up like Christmas decorations. Death was all around him and flooding his thoughts. The sign only proved that further. He turned and looked back at the car, screaming out with static and rumbling at a low idle. Dan pulled a few leaves down off the branch above him and shoved them in his mouth. Then he grabbed a few more and limped back to the car, holding a hand to his knee to steady himself and wincing as he climbed back into the seat and closed the door. He turned down the volume of the radio until the crackling noises faded to a buzz. Then he sat for a moment, listening to the sound of the trees moving in the wind. He chewed at a few more leaves. His ears popped with each swallow. Each time they did, the sounds outside the car became louder and clearer. First, 
there was a frog, then two or three of them, then a few birds chirped high above him. One of their voices sang in loud, arcing notes that ended with a rattle. The sound was soothing and rocked him back into his seat. He shut his eyes. Then the legs of the spider wrapped around his face and pinned his arms at his sides. The bird continued to sing, but just beyond it another sound appeared. Dan could almost see the sound from behind his closed eyelids. It was unnatural and metallic, the sound of a machine hard at work, its jarring rhythm starting and stopping, starting and stopping. Dan relaxed his shoulders and swallowed the last bits of leaves, and as he did, the sound became clear. It was a jackhammer. It was miles away, but there was no mistaking it. It was road construction. The sound of torn up cement and slow moving heavy wheels. Dan even heard the faint shouts of human voices. The spider drew its fangs and sunk them deep into the top of Dan's skull. His ears began to bleed. Dan put the car into drive and opened his eyes. He watched the road in front of him roll forward and turn a bright, glowing red.